Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8 12 15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Beautifully done. Mm. A great start. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I was happy with it. What about Perfect. the world's so. deadliest spiders on the loose? What? Yes. Other. Yeah, did you not know about that? No, but he has, he has agreed to stand down from the presidency, I believe. <laughs> 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 now, yes, I, I don't like the sound of that at all. I don't like Six them. inch Brazilian wandering spider. No, yeah. thank you. Is that what it's called? The Brazilian wandering spider? Yes. Well, they're, none of, they're all fairly movable, aren't they? Spiders. They wander. They do wander, yeah. That'll be one of those. You know, the big ones don't build um, webs. Don't they? Why do they I, live there? Where's think, their crib? Well, they, they just they just hang out on the chairs and stuff, and, and in your slippers. <laughs> and uh, oh, I've met blokes like that. And the reason they don't um, build, I was told this once by a zoologist. I'm, I'm sure there'll be readers who tell me I'm wrong. The reason they don't build webs is they're so quick. A fly lands. They just they're, they're out. They're out the slipper. Back in the slipper with it. That's all commitment, folks. Wow. Say yeah. But, I mean, it's pretty... Imagine a spider that quick and that big. I am doing now. Ah. That's that's what I'm doing. Um, Aerosol, that's the secret, isn't it? Isn't it aerosol and uh, cigar? Isn't that what um, Sean Connery did with the tarantula? (laughs) Isn't that what he did, wasn't it? Um, Was it aerosol and cigar? Yeah, but... (laughs) I'm not sure that's the recommended destruction technique. Not with a hairy man like Sean Connery. He could have gone (laughs) up... Yeah, he was asking for trouble, Could have gone up like a haystack. (laughs) I'd rather have had a spider. It's not brilliant, Sean Connery, but oh, bear in mind he is on fire, <laughs> which I yeah. think just distorts anyone's voice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've uh, we've actually had an email that I wouldn't mind um, I wouldn't mind bringing to your attention. You know, I do my little troll where I I, I look I through yesterday's that. emails. I like that. It's like we all worked in an office together. <laughs> Because there's, there's a sort of a ramp of emails. They start dribbling in on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, Alan's uh, a big uh, fan of the uh, Friday Night Crew. Yeah, I, I just I like to have a little look. But there's there's I'm gonna I'm gonna say at the start. I think it's an odd one. Mm. Okay. But um, it's got mystery, and I think it's got a bit of humour. So I've, I hope I haven't built it up too much. Um, <laughs> I like the sound of it so far. It's entitled Fame. Oh, uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's my favourite email ever. It begins, To my horror, I became a celebrity about a year ago. Only locally, though. Very local. I pulled a stunt after the pub one night and it went down so well that this I was so getting... Daisy. This is <laughs> Isn't, it, Isn't this the, ca- the Cambridge... Cla- oh, is it the Northampton <laughs> Oh, it could be. Um, it went down so well that I was getting pointed at and talked about as the story began to spread. <gasps> I was even getting stopped whilst in Asda. It was so bad, I've avoided my local pub and shops ever since. I've been wanting to ask the three of you, in your varying degrees of fame, how you managed to cope with it. Well, I can answer that fairly easily. <laughs> um, do you mind it? Do you like it? I find it fascinating that Frank feels okay to do normal things like visit castles, <laughs> etc. <laughs> do people look and point and this take This is from Dracula. <laughs> Yeah, how do you feel We're when you do normal, normal things? We're just a normal family, <laughs> going to castles. <laughs> exactly. Avoiding um, garlic. 
Oh, I really want to know what that the post pub stunt was. It's uh, really my local celebrity. It, what else does it, it does say? continue, but it doesn't say anything about what the actual. Um, it says it's my first time doing this sort of thing, getting in touch with the radio station. Be gentle. Cheers, four or five. So it's okay. a listen. I love it's my first time doing this thing. I've heard that before. They always say that. <laughs> like a virgin. Well, that was if the Bee Gees had covered it. Yeah, yeah. and they might. <laughs> Thanks. So, oh, my hat fell off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, I love it personally. You yeah. do love it. I hated not being famous. One of the worst things that ever happened to me. Uh-huh. In fact, just to give you an insight <laughs> into how much Frank enjoys being famous, he's admitted previously on the show that he goes downstairs for the breakfast in the hotel rather than getting room service <laughs> just so he can see people's reaction to him being no, in the breakfast room. No, that's not true. It that is. is not. I like to see other people at breakfast. It's a, it's a novelty. Other people watching you. It's a novelty. No, often they're foreign. <laughs> so they don't even know who I am. And you can imagine how much I hate that. Yeah, it must be off Shine Graham. It's made me into a fierce jingoist. <laughs> These damn foreigners. Some of them, they don't even know who I am. <laughs> um, no, but um, but seriously, I I um, I think it's great being that because I went to that stage of being the local celebrity when I used to do like um, I used to do two gigs a week at the Bear at the Bear Tavern mm-hmm. and the uh, the Hare and Hounds, and I was you know I was world famous in um, in a tiny section of the West Midlands, and that's that's even better, is it? Yeah. I um I think you should um this this four oh five is it yeah it should savor savor it. Mm-hmm. I still want to know what they did post pop. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I we, do. we might know them. They might have some sort of. Do you think so? We won't know them. I bet it's the Northampton Clown. It's got Northampton Clown written all <laughs> over it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting because so is my van, and if I find out. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. We've, uh, we've had some correcciones. Okay. Frank, uh, Connery used a shoe in Doctor No on the spider. It was more. <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gadgets really hadn't. Mm. In Doctor No, the first movie, they hadn't quite got the gadgets <laughs> when he used the shoe. Yeah. Did M call up and say, I've got something that's going to uh, completely yeah, exactly. blow you I've, away? I've got a size 10 brogue. Yeah. Do you think it was just um, to he's create just... some kind of understanding between James Bond and the common man? Like, he, they see him smash a spider with a shoe and they go, oh, well, I do that, maybe I'm like him. It's not very inventive. <laughs> I thought, oh, so... Uh, it's a bit visceral, isn't does it? Does it say... Mm. Um, Moore used aerosol and cigar, which, again, I think both rather 70s, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> very, I'm both very Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Where would Roger Moore have been without those items? His social life would have been in, in <laughs> ruins. What, what, oh, he used them on a snake. Well, I, uh, 776 says in Live and Let Die. and That five... sounds right, because I, isn't he in the, in the Caribbean in Live and Let Die? No, he's in New Orleans, voodoo. Oh, I know. 569 says it, it was, was the man with the golden hot gun. Hot island. Man with the golden gun. He's <laughs> got a powerful weapon. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just, Roger, I heard that about Roger Moore. <laughs> um, that's my favourite Bond song ever. Is man it? with Is the it? golden gun. Oh, that's not mine. Mine is uh, nobody does it better. I'm slightly worried that we're about to encroach on a proper commercial radio texting. <laughs> oh, no, we don't. What's, what's your favourite, favourite Bond song? song? Like, yeah. oh. Can I send a message? Just keep them to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, we don't care. 
I, I have an I'm answer. I'm not saying to I this, don't uh, care, but it's nice to keep some things inside. You know this four or five character that was asking about our levels of fame and how we deal with it. Do I, I know? Everyone knows him. They're all talking a, about him locally. <laughs> I'm so email, happy that he's referred to my level of fame. There's an email here that I think illustrates my level of fame. It's uh, entitled Alan Spotting. So you can imagine <laughs> the monstrous ego that I was getting as I opened this email. I saw Alan in Tesco this week ah. and approached him with the immortal words, I love listening to you guys on the Frank Skinner show. He immediately responded, I'm not on the Frank Skinner show. I quickly realised to my horror I was speaking to Chris Marshall from the BT ads and awkwardly replied, my Infinity Broadband is fantastic before hurriedly walking away. Ah. So oh, is that your lucky likey? That's my lucky likey, yeah. Mine's, not, mine's uh, Nigel Clough. So you probably get uh, <laughs> comments like that. Yeah, recently sacked, I think. Oh. Yeah. Have you had people go up to you in the street and say, nah, never mind, <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be back? No, because yeah. I'm starting to morph into Brian Clough now. Oh, God. <laughs> I Sage. think you've got a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> mm, OK. Well, speaking of um, celebrity, guess what? Yeah. I, I, um, I received, I was presented with uh, a large portrait of myself this week. Oh, super oh, duper! Exciting. Yeah. How large? Oh, it was, it'll uh, it'll it'll take pride of place over over let's say a, a mantle. All right. So indoor, not like on the side of a lorry, like you were oh, running no. for prime minister or no, something. No, no, no. It's a proper, you know, it's a painting. Was wow. that a gift from your friends in the art world? Um, well, n- kind of. I met I met a, a, a lady called uh, Liesel. Oh dear. Who, um, <laughs> no, it's not Liesel who used to work with us. What happened to her? <laughs> Anyway, she um, she's, she's a, a phone party in Ibiza. Ah, <laughs> oh, right now I can see her with yeah. waving her um, glow sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but this Lisa is an artist, and she did a, a painting of me. In fact, we'll put, let's put it up, let's, we'll put it up on uh, on our social yeah. media. Apparently, we have a Twitter site. <laughs> yeah. no, no one ran it by well, me. Why do you call it site? What like it's our Vida's pet. What do you call it then? <laughs> Twitter what? Page? It's just t- a Twitter account. It's just account, Twitter. An yeah. account. But who wants an account? I mean, <laughs> God, when they came well, no up with, with that, your bank. this super cool thing, they, they call it an account. <laughs> God. So all the sort of rock record. <laughs> Nick, Nick Grimshaw has got an account. Grimmy's got an account. <laughs> Definitely. Rubbish. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, so I've got uh, this lovely painting. Mm. I must say she's one major mistake. She's made, given me uh, grey hair. Oh. What are you looking at? Look at my <laughs> asshole. <laughs> what, what is it? Don't not You're nodding. You nudged him then. I could see that. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, yeah, so it's... Um, it's you got I, your portrait I, I got my portrait. I'm going to put it on the wall. Um, what, in here? No, not in here. No, I, in think, I, I think at home. I was going to say, I think we need to take a vote on that. Would be good. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about it. It's ruined my chances of ever being on Through the Keyhole. Oh, yeah. Because oh, once you yeah. see that on the wall, yeah. it's the end of that. Away. But, you know. Oh, can whip it down. If, it means as well if a burglar gets in and they see that, they think, oh, there's probably more to be had mm-hmm. in this house. So, yes, hey, this is the home sorry. of uh, famous slum landlord, Frank Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll be going through it. So, remember when uh, George Harrison got, um, God bless him, when, oh. he, when he got uh, burgled? That was oh. terrible. And he said he walked out and he saw this bloke and he just shouted, Harry Krishna. 
Did he? <laughs> That's what he said. And I thought, well, if the bloke had any doubt at all that it was George <laughs> Harrison, <laughs> that would have completely confirmed it, wouldn't it? I don't know, what would you shout? Um, also, where do you find a poker nowadays in the, in the age of central heating? If the girlfriend says there's someone downstairs. I don't know what I'd shout. What do you take downstairs? That's yeah. probably very, well, I take my Stuart Broad cricket bat. Oh, oh yeah, that'd Is it full sized? Or is it one of those little autograph ones? <laughs> no, it's full size, <laughs> of course. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's probably quite a good uh, indicator of of the man inside. Is what would you shout if a burglar came into your house? I think well, I'd what? shout, "Get out of my house, or I'll kill you." Something like that. Would you? Yeah, I think <laughs> that tells us quite a lot about yeah, you. What does that say about me? Surely I'd say, that's... "How dare you?" <laughs> How dare you? I would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What would you say, Frank? I think I'd say, aren't you Justin <laughs> Lee Collins? <laughs> <laughs> they all look like, they all look like, I don't know. Yeah. They're her suit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't know what I'd do. I mean, it wouldn't, I'd, I'd go in, like, straight with a poker. Would you? Yeah. No warning. Just yeah. straight in. <laughs> I'd keep one, i keep one, a forever red hot mm-hmm. in anticipation. <laughs> Outside every doorway in the home. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, situated around the house. It's like Game of Thrones, my house. They're <laughs> hanging on the hanging on the wall. Can't be too safe, though. I'll tell you something about my portrait, which is, I thought was particularly accurate. Is my Can eyes? I say, this old commercial I never radio thought trope. I'd hear you say. <laughs> I'll tell you something about my portrait. When <laughs> during those central reservation years. No, well, it's true. Well, I had a portrait then, but it had my it had my height on a wall <laughs> behind me. Um, my eyes aren't quite the same size. Can you see that? Oh, mm. no one's are, darling. No, no, but mine are quite distinctly different. Really? I hadn't noticed that before. Yeah, I, 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 I noticed, but I, put, I, I tried on a bondage mask a couple of months ago. <laughs> and in the one... Absolutely disgusting. In the, in the one eye hole, I mean, the eye v- dominated the whole space. The other eye... dominated. The other disgusting. I, the other eye was in a sea of flesh. <laughs> oh. I, I had to zip one for any hope of symmetry. Put the music on, Daisy. It's horrible. Yeah, Daisy's put a, put the title of a track in front of me with some desperation. <laughs> I think. I, oh, it's a good track, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Oh, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, so I received this portrait in a cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sounds like a bit of a spy handover. <laughs> yeah, but and then, understandably, the artist Liesel said, um, well, "I quite like your photo. Can I take a mm. photo of you holding it?" Mm. So I had to stand. It was quite busy this place. I had to stand. <laughs> Not only was I standing up in my photo, talking there, but I was holding a portrait oh. of me. It was <laughs> like, y- yes, it it is that bloke off the telly. If there's any <laughs> any doubt, I mean, it was uh, it was a bit awkward. That's. Um... Yeah, but you like it. You know what, I, do, I got through it. You love yeah. it. Um, we have one of our readers asking what fame was like, and that's that's it in a nutshell, Frank. Do you think so? Standing up, holding your own yeah. portrait for a photo in a yeah. busy cafe. I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> Albus oil. <laughs> <laughs> ten grand, I got for that. I told them I'd get it in. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that Albus oil have got ten grand to spend. <laughs> On anything. I was going to read you an email, but I can't find it. Oh, now. don't he worry about it. Frank won't do voiceovers or anything like that much, will you? Well, I don't want to do you out of work. Very pure, isn't it? I mean, it? maybe you do want to do oh, voiceovers. I'm, pu- I'm pure. Mm. I tell you what, I, I had an interesting conversation as, as I was driven in this morning. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The driver said to me, uh, 
Are you going to Golden Square? And I said, yeah, that's right. In case you don't know, Golden Square is the home of Absolute Radio. Mm. And he said, uh, oh, he said, that's where the uh, Launch and Vouchers Redemption Centre <laughs> used to be. <laughs> 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 I never knew that. <laughs> it really, I didn't think like I'd gone to a time vortex of some kind. I hadn't heard the, the phrase Launch and Voucher. And this is what... <laughs> if, he worked in a shop, and I didn't know you could do this with luncheon vouchers. Do you, do you remember luncheon vouchers? Oh, hell People yeah. People used to get them as a little sort of supplement to their wages. Yes. Right, yeah. And you could, you, could go in a sh- you could go to a restaurant, I think, and spend yeah. them. Or shops had them. You could go and buy food and things. Although, if, uh, if a man took you to a restaurant using luncheon vouchers, it wasn't a good sign. Uh, well, I once, I once met um, uh, Cynthia Payne who, uh, I don't know if you remember, she ran a house of ill repute where yes. they accepted oh, yeah. lunch and as, as payment. Worked with them all, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have. Um, she was a charming character. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that he's, it, this bloke worked in a shop previously and he used to bring all the ones that he'd been given by customers and used to redeem them in Golden Square. Wow. I wish he was still here, do you? Mm. Well, it'd be handy. I'd love to go past the lunch and voucher redemption. <laughs> do people still have travel travellers checks? Is that do they oh, that's a good question? Someone will know out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I missed. And Tic Tac Man, you know Tic Tac Man from the race courses? Gone. Ah, <sighs> these we have lost. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know we, uh, I. We, we pride ourselves on being an inclusive show here, I mm. think, um, and I think that's to our strength. Yes. Um, what does it mean? I've, well, I think I think we keep people updated on things. If they're, if they're new readers, we, we like to let them know what we're referring to, because there's got a lot yeah. of um, what I would call running jokes on the show, would you say? <laughs> running yeah. jokes? Oh, yeah. Is that from the same family as the running saw? Yeah. OK. Uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, if we use the A.E. Houseman alarm, then you would... Uh, oh. Oh, you, you know what you've done now? Oh, you've referred, you've oh, referred to A.E. Houseman. You know what's going to happen <laughs> now, don't you? You know what's oh, going to happen once didn't, you mention A.E. Houseman. Mean to. The whole damn... How many uh, times? Oh. Well, that's what... This is what happens, isn't it? You see, what worries me... What worries me about this is um, uh, the pensioners in the, in, in the family... <laughs> Are already all, in the garden between two sandbags. It's all very singing, well being yeah. we'll sure, meet again. We don't, we don't <laughs> want to terrify the older <laughs> listeners. No. Um, we've had an email. That, I mean, I've got doubts about reading this to you, but I'm, I'm oh, going to do it just oh, to oh. keep Go people on, in the loop. We can handle loop. it. It's entirely. What, what if it's really full of expletives then? <laughs> <laughs> just read some straight out. Oh, expletives. I'd love expletives. <laughs> expletives, interesting. Extraordinary. <laughs> That's what they're called, isn't it? Expletives. Expletives, fine. Oh. But expletives, why not? Why not? <laughs> let's call it the whole thing. thing. No, let's not call it that. Okay, come Let's on. call the whole thing d- Descart. <laughs> Yeah. It's your Descart moment, yeah, yeah. Frank. What happened that was so We're going bad? to hell in a Descart. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Frank and gang. I started listening to the podcast of your show just after Christmas and have thoroughly enjoyed working through the back catalogue. Mm. Unfortunately, I'm nearly up to date now. I'm like working through. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it sound like an arduous task. <laughs> well, you know, there are peaks and troughs. 
Unfortunately, I'm nearly up to date now and will soon have to restrict myself to waiting for the weekly show to appear on my list of podcasts. After listening to over two years of shows in roughly six months, I have one question in relation to a topic that occasionally arises but is never properly explained. Oh, God, it's not my age, is it? No. (laughs) Frank dot dot dot. What happened when you presented the Brit Awards that fills you with such dread every time the subject is brought up? (laughs) Yours with bated breath, Sean. (laughs) Can we have an well, alarm activated for when the Brits is mentioned? Because I feel stiff is, with stress. The thing is with the Brits, is, yes, I, oh. I, I presented them in, I can't remember what year it was, 2000 and... Uh, As if you can't remember. I can't remember, I honestly can't remember the year. I've had the whole thing removed from my mind. <laughs> uh, it laser was, surgery. What it actually was, was a pretty flat gig as, uh-huh. as the brits i had presented at the brits a few years before and and it was a, a void of i mean it, it you're listening to in conversation with frank Skinner. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it's like speaking into a vacuum mm-hmm. because most of the people were well obviously they were representatives of the music business and they were there to talk to each other understandably they were seeing people they hadn't seen for a while and frank they were strung out some of them were strung out yeah. let's face it so um it was yeah it was it was just a difficult gig and also mm-hmm. i co-hosted it with zoe ball and i i think um i didn't help really uh, right. so but it wasn't actually i've had much worse gigs but to be honest it's quite nice to have a bad gig you can refer to in a terrible way and you know yeah. what? we so can I've all probably refer made to it, it as well constantly i've probably nice. made it a lot worse than it was it's for a, comic effect it's a good shorthand for a tough gig yeah isn't it? it is exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. but i might so watch it this weekend <laughs> <laughs> just because it's been a while and i'm intrigued now so thanks for that what i remember one example i'll give you is at one point yeah. i said no it's time for some garage music and i sang um, you can't get quicker than a quick fit fitter <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good joke. Well, I mean, I, I don't think anyone's ever done well hosting the Brits. I, that would be my contention. So now they have people that just talk and don't really do jokes at all. Mm. So I think I'm, I was one of their last shots at it. Mm. And I fell short. <laughs> OK, so you've made me say all that. <laughs> that's, I, feel, I feel strangely clean. <laughs> but I feel that you haven't given me my... How many Hail Marys do I have to say now? <laughs> Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. We've had some comments through on your mm. Brits performance. Oh, God, what? <laughs> Keep it topical. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, at, 15 years or something? At Brainy Chat says, Frank, you made the Brits sound like it was just a bad gig where nobody laughed. It made the national news. <laughs> well, it was the Brits. It's going to make the national news. <laughs> Did Sir Trevor say something? I oh. remember I had to, in the dress rehearsal, I say dress rehearsal, I met Sting, went over and had a chat with Sting. He didn't oh, have yeah. a shirt on for the whole conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he doesn't need one, in fairness. No, but I tell you, I found the lip... You know, if had it been a woman saying just a brazier, I yeah. wouldn't have been able to... Have, but I, I was, as I was talking, I was really staring at his... It seemed OK, because it was a blow. And oh, yeah. he seemed fine Did you pass it. comment? Um, I don't think I did. I, a no. little... Just a little um, uh, droplet of saliva came hanging and, and hung oh. about eight inches from my mouth. For a, uh-huh. Just suspended there, but then I went... And it went straight back up again. He never said a word. Yeah. Yeah. I think he said that at one point. 
Um, so, yes, it was in the National. Oh, it was a public disgrace. I'm not... Um, <laughs> public disgrace. I'm not denying that. It was up there with the Profumo affair. <laughs> Manhattan's soft gig is one of the better public disgraces, though, isn't it? There's been much worse public disgraces. I can't think of a worse one than <laughs> Manhattan's soft <laughs> gig. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's just me. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. And uh, you know what? You can text the show on 8.12.15 or you can follow the show at Twitter on Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Morning again, Frank. Morning, listeners uh, joining us an hour later. Morning, Jim. Morning, Peter. Morning. I'll tell you what I'd like to discuss this morning, which I can't believe we haven't raised, because I know Daisy, the producer, is such an avid fan of uh, BGT. Mm-hmm. The Scandal. Do you know about the fake Matisse? Oh, yes. So this is Matisse the dog. Oh. Not I a, thought there was a scandal painting. in the art world. Well, <laughs> no, is it, let's look, leave that was. to Radio 4. No, but do you remember there was? I think it was last year there was, yes. uh, in Venezuela. Mm. Um, they, uh, they found that a Matisse that they'd had in the, the, the museum mm. for years um, had been stolen and replaced by a fake and no-one had noticed because it was, it was well done. That was a much smaller story <laughs> than, this, than a dog that pretended to be another dog. Well, she yeah. used a stunt double dog called Chase mm. because apparently Matisse is afraid of heights. Aren't we all right? How do you find I'm that out about heights. a dog? Yeah. Why is a dog afraid of heights anyway? Surely they've no concept of... Of height. Of height and danger. Surely they just go, well, I'm happy. You just don't take them high, do you? I no. don't know. If I, if I take a dog for a walk... Which obviously I don't, because I haven't got one. I uh, liked it as part of her defence. She said, Jules O'Dwyer, I believe, I don't have her age at this point, I should say, comma 45, but let's say 45. Harsh. She's probably 33. Kind, she, and it's a, do- it's a tough business dog training. <laughs> she said, Look, Chase. Think of the fumes. Frank, let me tell you this. Okay. She said, Look, Chase is Matisse's best mate. <laughs> I'm not sure you can really make. Presumptions about dogs' emotional investment in one another. No. They don't have best mates, dogs. They're all they're all rivals. You you put a lamb chop on the <laughs> on the floor. We'll see who's his best mate. Exactly. It's chop. like dogs are like <laughs> comics in that respect. I don't agree with that. I think comics are a bit of a, a loving brotherhood in many ways. There's some rivalry, but I think there's more companionship. I love there's some so rivalry. I haven't, I haven't listened to anything since Frank mentioned lamb chops. I'm just okay. hungry now. That's yeah, <laughs> me or just eat a lamb chop. <laughs> I love a lamb chop. <laughs> Can we get some? Can we get some in, Dave? <laughs> Isn't it a bit mean, the way she's named It comes them? with a handle. I love food that comes with a handle. <laughs> what about the white chef's hat it used to have on it? Oh, oh you yeah. haven't seen one of those oh, for ages. Oh, galloping gourmet. Mm. Isn't but it a bit... Um, I used to use it for my action man after. <laughs> That's a good... Like he was in that, that, he was yeah. in the naffy. That's him some Gordon Ramsay figure. Yeah. Now, uh, hasn't she named these dogs in a slightly um, sort of... Uh, Disparaging. One's called Matisse, like oh, it's yes. arty and clever. <laughs> and one's called Chase, like oh, you're just a simple thing. All you'll do is run after stuff. Yeah, yeah but is there has a dog ever done? You can have all these dog acts that do t- walk tight ropes and stuff. Is what this is. Yes. Has a dog ever done a better thing than chase its own tail? <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I was watching Britain's Got Talent, they brought a dog on that just did that. <laughs> I would, that. That would be the winner for me. It's the best thing. M- my dog used to used to do it. Um, Which one, Shep? Shep used to do yeah. it, and sometimes he'd catch it. 
wow. and he'd have the towel in his mouth, and he'd, and, and he'd slow the whole thing down. Then it, it, the whole thing would slow, and he'd just be like this beautiful, like a donut going round. And he used to look up at me with this terrible what. What now? Oh, <laughs> like we all do when we achieve our ultimate achieved ends. What I wanted, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was never the same. It's like George Best. He was never the same after. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, Simone Cowell. Mm-hmm. He wasn't happy. Oh. He loves the dog act, though, doesn't he? No, but he was angry <laughs> he about the switch. He does. He always used to go on about how he loves the dog act. He said, "I did raise my voice." Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I bet that wasn't a pretty song. I bet he said, "Get, get on, get under." <laughs> do people still say that to dogs? You've got a dog, Alan. I've got do a dog. Do you ever say get under? Get under? Yeah. Get under what? You know, at a table or something where they, where oh, they don't live. Want Where's it live? It <laughs> lives in a basket or oh. in, in its cage. Like, it's got a little bed in a cage, but I would never say get under. Why don't you one night while it's sleeping fit a, a, a bit of a rope and pulley? Thing. Yeah. When it wakes this up the next morning, responsible. it's 200 feet up. See if it likes heights. <laughs> 200? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I really want to know if your dog is frightened of heights, if it's a common uh, thing amongst we dogs. We live in a very flat city as well. It's just very difficult to find out. There's not even a nearby cliff when you want one. You live in a flat city? Where yeah. do you live? Dresden. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was... Take that back. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, Emily said that Simon Cowell admitted to raising his voice. The actual quote in the mm. paper um, was, uh, the moment I found out, I literally put my head in my hands. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> literally, not yeah. metaphorically. No. He put his head in his hands. Like a yes. Tudor okay. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of clear. Cowell as a Tudor he ghost, I I think he should have said, people after. the moment I found out I put my head in my hands, why didn't anyone tell me about my hairstyle? <laughs> <laughs> it's got, like, some weird parting in the middle I had no idea about. I wonder if, when he did get angry and lose it, uh, he went a bit Hulk, and I think the jean button would have remained intact. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, Don't exactly. You? But the bottoms of the jeans are a bit ragged. Yes! I mean, he doesn't actually admit that he got angry and lost it. He said he put his head in his hands, and then he says, I spoke to a lot of people after, and I did raise my voice. But that mm. could have been that there could have been some... Like, there could have been a generator nearby while they were having yeah. that conversation. <laughs> it could have been hard <laughs> to hear. <laughs> there might have some, very, there might some elderly people working yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just well, raising their voices. So they might have been a long way away. Well, Simone's no spring chicken himself. No. There, was, there was a picture of him um, in the paper stooping down and stroking the dog. Yes, whatever, I saw that. And his oh. trousers look like, like <laughs> some <laughs> 70s flamenco dancer. <laughs> was that a, a, incredible? What a man with that money. Do you think he was trying <laughs> to win the competition? Instead of Matisse, God, and, uh, he's he's wearing wearing a white shirt and jeans, perchance. Oh no, no! But this, it was, it wasn't jeans. It was trousers, oh. and it was. Oh. I would have, if anyone else, I would have thought there's a bloke who was a bit impoverished bought, <laughs> bought some, bought some dead man's trousers from a charity <laughs> shop. But this is a bloke who's a multi-millionaire who oh, likes. Right. <laughs> oh dear! Other than that, I don't know what I don't know what the what there was. <laughs> Uh, what the fuss is about, though? <laughs> what? Why are you looking? Why are you laughing at? I don't understand what what what's wrong about a dog walks. You know, they went and they saw a dog walk a tightrope. Does it matter which dog it is? I know. They saw a dog walk a tightrope. <laughs> They're all the same species. They're you basically... can't say that, Frank. It's, it's a bit like if Dynamo. Isn't? If you've discovered that Dynamo had switched, 
and he'd had some man. He said, oh, by the way, I'm afraid of heights. That's wrong. <laughs> yes, no, but hold on, mate. If Dynamo, say, flew above the shard... Yeah. And then he said, mm. actually, it wasn't me. It's, I got a, a, a mate of mine flew yes. above the shard. I'd think, wow, somebody flew above the shard. <laughs> I wouldn't think, oh, it wasn't him. Yeah. It's these dogs as well. I mean, God bless. I know there's a lot of dog lovers out there, but dogs are basically interchangeable. <gasps> They're a species, right? No, but I mean, in an act like that, you you go and you yeah. think, I want to see a dog walk a tightrope. You saw a dog walk a tightrope. Doesn't yeah. have to be that. Uh, that I, I am very suspicious <laughs> that that isn't Alicia Silverstone's bottom in Batman and Robin when she puts the, the Batgirl out. You and your up-to-date references. <laughs> but I'm... I'm well, it's, <laughs> that come to be honest, that image burnt on my mind and I thought, <laughs> I bet that's not her. She doesn't look like she's the right... And... But no one minded that. They use they use doubles all the time, the big film stars. We don't condemn True. them. True enough. There you are, there's my defence of Matisse. <laughs> I hope hopefully they'll get him off the hook. Did I tell you he was on a hook? Oh. <laughs> uh, Carl decided the way to um, put a hook in the back of the collar and take him up to three thousand feet. <laughs> See how he likes that. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. Last night, I, um... I don't know if I want to hear the end of this anecdote. Yeah. It's okay. okay. Last night I lay a-dreaming, I dreamed a dream so fair, I dreamt of all Jerusalem beside the temple there. That was the strokes. Mm. <laughs> um, yes, last night I went to the, um, the Royal, um, Greenwich Observatory. You do loads of normal yeah. stuff, don't you? Yeah. Of, oh, I do normal stuff. Loads of normal, non-famous stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, there was a talk about um, a new book called "The um, Scientific Secrets of Doctor Who." I think it's called. Very fine. Lovely. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not a science person, but it was interesting. And but do you remember a couple of weeks ago, someone sent in an acronym so, so that we could um, remember the order of the planets? Yeah. Yeah. It was many volcanoes erupt, mouldy jam sandwiches, usually not plum. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I discovered last night, and actually, this I do remember this story. I think in the press that Pluto, um, plum in this instance, yeah. isn't actually classified as a planet anymore. No, what is got, it? It got demoted. Dwarf planet at best. Is that um, what they're calling it? Mm. Are they allowed to say that? I think they can, yeah, you can still say that, that's all right. right. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, please. So strict. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so that, uh, was, is out of date. Oh, no. Apparently there's been a big fuss about the whole, um, Pluto thing. It hasn't, it hasn't reached our house. No, oh, my. It didn't, didn't reach, uh, Hello Magazine. I've only just learned that acronym as well, seems like... I know, so what's it going to be now? Can I, what, it's going to oh, be... Oh, waste. You spend all the time learning that. Many volcanoes erupt mouldy jam sandwiches, usually not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same, is it? That's terrible now, Frank. No, it's got no, no rhythm. Nutella. What about Nutella at the end? Usually Nutella, oh. that'd work. <laughs> Many volcanoes erupt mouldy jam sandwiches, usually Nutella. Lovely. I don't oh. like this. There's a slight attitude in your voice with the <laughs> Nutella. <laughs> Do it again, Frank, but sound a bit happier. I also think Nutella sounds like a teenage blogger who's got uh-huh. 8 million followers. Oh, and one of the... and a book deal. Yeah, yeah. exactly, one of those. And, and their own clothes... clothes uh, line. Their own clothes line, yeah. yeah. When I say their own clothes line, I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got my own clothes line. I've got <laughs> pegs and everything. <laughs> it doesn't you. make me special. Get you. Can oh. I talk about myself, Frank? Yeah. Oh, good, OK. So I've got quite a lot of things to tell you both. Okay. Um, I went to see David Baddiel this week. 
Professionally or personally? Professionally. Oh, okay. I went to see his work in progress. Oh. Very good 12.50 worth. Oh, good. Do you know, I heard uh, Barbara Windsor say that once when I was at a Sue Pollard gig. <laughs> what? She said, good 10 quid's worth, darling. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. So this was good 12.50 worth, darling. Yeah. Babs. And it was such a relief to be able to laugh with abandon. You know that feeling when you've been to see a friend and you think, thank heavens it was good. Mm-hmm. And it was. I'm, I'm going five stars for a work in progress. Five stars? Yes. Oh, my wow. goodness. Yes. Tremendous work. You can use that on the poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterwards, though, we went for dinner. It yeah. was me, David, and a man he introduced as his friend from university. Could have told okay. us he was the editorial executive for BBC Two. We've got oh. ideas to pitch, Frank, haven't we? We've got so many well, documentaries. I, 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 haven't got, I haven't got any ideas. We've come up with so many on We've this show. We've come up with a lot, actually. Document- have we? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was, um, what was that one, The Bells of Wales? <laughs> yeah, the exactly! Bells of Wales. When I go from, from Welsh Church to Welsh Church. <laughs> exactly. the tip of the iceberg, Talking about the different... Oh, and there was my, my, um, Ollie, me and Ollie Merz built, built a Catholic church in exactly. the Antarctic. We could have got yeah. all those off the ground. My <laughs> I have to say, I'm sorry, <laughs> cold, frank, incense and Merz. That was <laughs> the... <laughs> And you say you, you do don't have ideas, come on. I know, but they're, idea- they're rubbish ideas. <laughs> <laughs> what about... So that wouldn't stop... Um, <laughs> as long as they got a punning title, they're well, in the Well, what about show. my idea for the story of Adrian Charles's birth, when a Charles is born? That <laughs> is brilliant. That Come is on, good. we've got ideas. That is good. Anyway, so we sat down and we had dinner. What has happened to men's food? Men's I mean, what food. do they eat now? It's what all about when Californian. A, what what about when a Charles is bald? And it could be... <laughs> so you could, it could be a programme about the future, like tomorrow's world. <laughs> But that could be the general title, when A. Childs is bald, which is what, about ten years' time, say. So what life will be like then? And it can end like when A. Childs... What life will be like then? Yeah, well, it, it will affect all of us. Years. No, but uh, he's just a marker for time in that particular <laughs> title. And you can, as we go, you, you could Photoshop him, so as you go forward you and think what technology there'll be yeah. then, then you see him get a little bit bolder and a little bit bolder. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. Uh, OK, well, what's his mate? What's his mate called? Adam. <laughs> Give him a bell. <laughs> so, yeah, we had food, and this is what concerned me. <clears throat> what has happened to men and food? Um, Did they, they put the bib on? Is that what happens? No, the, they've gone oh. so like ladies, I'm sorry. What? Well, I remember the old days. People in comedy, TV, you know, you know they'd have a, a meat, a steak red wine. Steak and chips. A, exactly. Yeah, steak. I'd be all over I that. ordered the fish and chips. David, I'll have the chicken and the... Uh, have you got any okra? What? Oh. Oh. Uh, BBC executive had just a salad, please. Oh. I mean, how embarrassing for me with the fish and chips. I was like, yeah. some 70s relic. They picked at the food. Wow, really? Yes. Oh, goodness me. This is the... Ca- they're all California You're now. right, it's the modern man. I know. Uh, for, I went... Uh, I went out the other night and uh, I had rice pudding for tea. Oh, nice. I just had a nice tin of rice pudding. Oh, that tin? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you, did you order that in yeah. a restaurant? No, I just... I had it... <laughs> I thought, you know what I fancy? I don't fancy. I love fancy nice rice pudding, so I had that. That was my dinner. Mm. Did you eat it out of the tin? No, no, I warmed it up. Oh, what you do you paused. think I am, an animal? <laughs> <laughs> On occasion. No, I, I warmed it up. It was, it was really nice. So that, you know, mm. I just thought I'd mention that. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. David Baddiel's just texted me. Oh, I see. Is he absolutely furious that you've given away his dinner? 
<laughs> he said I did not pick up my food. Oh. Full stop. I hoovered up, close quotes, that plate, that plate of okra. Well, I lived with him seven years. I never saw him hoover. <laughs> <laughs> okra. Oh, OK. Is what it is okra? okra? I think so, it's some sort of African vegetable. Is I think it is. I yes. think, wasn't there some big okra scandal? Oh, no. Or was that opera? Oh, oh, I get confused. <laughs> There's Ben Ockrey as well. Oh, Famished God. Road. Yeah, you're right. It's too complete. It's, com- it's too complete. So much food-based stuff. It's so complete <laughs> because it's on a plate and it's controversial. I know you're listening, David, but I did love your show. Congratulations, well done. There you go. Mazeltoff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm told I'm in it. You are in it. Yeah, I was never asked. Well, you're not. Tell him that. <laughs> so I text him. <laughs> Uh, it's all right, I'll just uh, invoice him. OK. <laughs> uh, handling fees. I went to a book launch recently as well. It was my friend's book, Hot Feminist. I went to a book launch this Did week. you? What was it for? OK, you guys. It was um, Simon Armitage's uh, Walking Away From... Uh, Walking Away, I think it's called, yes. It's, it's, he, he does the... Um, he walks from Minehead to the Silly Isles. Oh, yeah. And um, every night he does a poetry reading. Oh, that's that nice. Good. He's, uh, he, How he, was your book launch? It was good. He, it was a good bit where he was t- someone asked him about beach holidays and he said he hates beach holidays. And I'm not a fan of beach holidays. So I, I, no. And he said, yeah, he said it's like going on holiday in a quarry. Uh-huh. Which I thought, was that's kind of how I feel about it, I must say. I like it. Anyway. It seems good. Um, back what to was me. yours? Okay, back to me. Um, I had an encounter which I thought... What was the book? Oh, it was called Hot Feminist. Okay. What do you wear to Hot Feminist launch? Hot pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad that's, you weren't there. That's what I would have worn. I was so Hot nervous pants. about my outfit, I changed in the cab. I'd wear a smouldering brassiere. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what about that? I'd have gone hot pants and some of my sports briefs, just in case. Mm, showing over the top so you can read, you know, the people like, so you can read the waistband. Yeah. Calvin Classics. I, I think that would have looked quite... Well, that I'm going to call specialist interest. Yeah. That happened with a pair of my pants. I could read them over the top of my trousers, <laughs> but it said Daddy Pig. Less <laughs> <laughs> cool. I had one of those moments, though, Frank, when um, a woman approaches you and you don't know who she is. I used to live for those moments. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had those moments. Uh. She said hello. I was with my boyfriend and another woman, and this woman came over, and I kissed her hello. I said, hi, how are you? Realised I had no idea who she was. Oh, no. that's, that's, uh, you committed she, early. She wasn't giving me the biographical footholds. Oh. No. You know, I was saying, how's work, how's everything? Fine, fine, how about you? Did she definitely know you? Oh, yeah. And oh. I sort of vaguely recognised her. Oh. So, I thought she'd move on. She didn't. She committed to our group. So then I thought, the onus is on me now. I'm going to have to do the introductions. So instead of doing that, um, I decided I was going to do an emergency parachute jump and bail. So what I did, while she joined the group, everyone stopped and looked at her as if to say, can you introduce us? Yeah. And I got my phone. I pretended I'd had an emergency (laughs) call or text of some sort. Oh, excellent Oh, my God, I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to go. And then I ran over to another group. And I said, talk to me very animatedly as if something's happened. Tr- you had trust in that group? I did, I did. Yeah. It was a circle of trust. And okay. they I, they did. Uh-huh. And then I saw them all introducing themselves, and it was fine. I was quite pleased. I got my karmic recompense, though, because moments later, I went over to join the group, and a woman I know relatively well, and I've met her a number of times, 
she said to me, uh, who are you? Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine how I felt? Oh. I said, I'm Emily Dean. <laughs> I went a bit on Spartacus. Yeah. And I didn't like her after that. No, but I mean, so this is could have been many reasons. But, but but don't you think, in fairness, which was the best way, my way or her way? Because it, I, I do like her. That's mean. It just slightly put me off her. I think you. Um, it's put me off her, and I, I don't even know who she is. I I think I don't think I would have taken a on the phone thing. Wouldn't you? Why not? Because I think being caught out like that. What if you'd been caught out that way? That would have been oh. Yeah. oh <laughs> I mean, respect to you that you... But, of course, you know, you're a child actor. You fell back, fell back on what you know best. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I, I think do. rudeness is, is my oh, first call, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what I, would, I wouldn't have said, who honest. are you? I would have looked at the other people in the group and said, who, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Let them have both barrels, I say. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'll tell you what I do love in the news, um, a, a manhunt. I'm particularly pleased by a manhunt in the news. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, uh, I love I'm worried where this is going. Got a bit of di- <laughs> well, actually, this isn't a manhunt, it's a woman hunt. They're, yeah. um, in San Francisco, they're trying to find a woman who put in for recycling a load of computer bits and bobs, oh, and one yes. of them was a rare Apple One computer, Yes, which is worth... Loads of money, tons, and they've sold it. And You'd now be a terrible to... journalist. <laughs> you think so? I would be a very good My one. My first thought is, how much is this worth? It's worth loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to you on those <laughs> figures presently. 130 grand. 131,000. Uh, pounds. Pounds. Yes. That's Whoa. not dollars. Yeah. I've never heard of the Apple one, have you? It was the first one. <laughs> what, so what's the current what's the current one called? Oh, uh, it's it's, it's like not. It's a, not. They haven't just like numbered them. Have they? MacBook Pro or something? Exactly. Like, yeah, Why yeah. isn't it like Do the you Apple? Know what? This is like hearing Jonathan Ives and his assistant talking. <laughs> I don't know um, who that is. The thing is, there's I'm a picture of it. I don't know who that is. Mm. He's the big cheese apple. He does. What, he designs. Cheese and apple. <laughs> one of my favourite sandwiches. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. I used That's to peel me. the apple first, now I don't bother. No, why would I've you? I've gone artisan. Just whack, whack Imagine in, being though. the big cheese at Apple, you'd have a field day, <laughs> oh. wouldn't you? I t- I've had a look at this computer, there's a picture of it in there, and it looks rubbish. There's not a screen, there's not even a keyboard. <laughs> oh, it's, so mean, it's wood, it's made of wood. It's wood, <laughs> so who wants a wooden computer for 131 looks, grand? It looks more like a mangle than a computer. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's been bought by an idiot, I can tell yes. you that. They could have got, they spent 900 quid, off. they could have got a laptop. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what a fool. Talk about a rip-off, They could have got the new MacBook for, yeah. um... <laughs> and then kept 130 grand for spend. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. They could have had a wooden thing made for it, like a radiograph. <laughs> yeah, they could have a wooden cover. So Who that's what, a that's wooden what they're, computer? They had a mangle on the side. They could have had a uh, <laughs> tumble dryer yeah. on it. Early example of convergence technology there. Mm, exactly, yeah. fusion. Yeah. It just doesn't, and it's not very portable, that thing. No. Is it carrying that around? Get I don't cake. know, you'd be alright if you're travelling by water. <laughs> <laughs> just, float, just float across with you. <laughs> you're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. I 
like the man where she lost it or where she dropped it off. Sorry. So what did, what oh, did yeah. she actually do then? She I took think... her. I think her husband died, and she took a load of old computer Don't parts. Keep it light. That... <laughs> 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 I've always got one hand on the sad on. button. You know, oh. I just had a go at him for not being journalistically forensic enough. <laughs> oh, no. He's giving you the full backstory. Oh, no, yes, we did. She took so in various. Did we need the bereavement? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and they so they she realized. had a load of computers she wasn't using. <laughs> yeah, and she dropped it off. The guy was still using that. The bloke, <laughs> <laughs> he was electrocuted. That's how he died. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the chap you got RSI from the wooden keyboard. I've been typing all afternoon. I've got a few splinters. <laughs> The, cl- the the chap at um, Clean Bay Company, which is where it was dropped off, said yeah. he, he remembers her, and uh, he said he offered her a receipt, but she said she didn't want one. But what is this plan? Is it like a tip, like a public... What, are you planning yeah. on going there? It's a recycling it's, centre. Sorry, it sounds like the beginning of an investigation on your part. You can <laughs> oh, go there. I'm holding a biro as well, detective style. <laughs> yeah. Tell me more. Listen to this on the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a bit more. Where's, so your, t- where's your black coffee and your marriage problems? I don't um, <laughs> stick around. I, <laughs> you know I don't drink coffee, but uh, I, uh, oh, I. I hope do you recycle something like a computer? Uh, I think you just give it to these people that but know how to do it. So they recycle the individual parts. I, I he doesn't know. Must... He doesn't work for Sir Alan, does he? I reckon, are they, they probably take out the metal bits, and then the wood they probably use as kindling. Well, oh, well. you know the... that that wooden computer we've all been laughing at. It was first sold for six hundred and sixty-six dollars. Yeah. I think that's quite a lot of money back then. That is that, a lot that of money. Been a lot, yeah. though. kindling. That's what Kindle should have a wooden Kindle should because be it's kindling. Kindle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but the people don't think these things through. That's what I find annoying. <laughs> well, Apple yeah. don't think things through. No, they don't. <laughs> they're just they're flailing around like fools. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran, the A Team. You can text the show on 8 12 15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. That's S I T E. Website. Yes. Mm, that's how they spell it. Yeah. Um, we were talking about this uh, rare Apple One computer. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Made, made partly of wood. And, uh, <laughs> and it was d- deposited at Clean Bay Area, which is the recycling centre. And. Uh, Clean Bay, area, Clean Bay Area have said the mystery woman had dropped off the box of electronics in late April. She's been, um, she, they've, they've put out a search for her, they've put out a little video and stuff, because they owe her money now. They've APB, got, or Points gonna, Bulletin, I believe. Well, of course they've emailed her, but she doesn't have any computers. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, it must be quite nice for her now, she's a mystery woman, that's quite yeah. exciting, isn't it? If well, you if you don't know. No, I suppose well, not. Well, the man at the cleaning company said, I just need to look at her. That's what he said, yeah. <laughs> now, I like the sound of him. That sounds rather slapdash security. Yeah. I don't think, I, I don't know if he'd be able to get a job at Passport Control with those. Sort They've of not issued a description of her. They've literally said it's a woman between 60 and 70 years old and driving an SUV, you know, the sports <laughs> utility vehicle. Oh, yeah. Well, so, I, I was, what about this? I was driving through Greece once with my girlfriend. And uh, two old ladies stepped out into the road to flag the car down. And I went to slow up, and then I realised there were two blokes. (laughs) What? Yeah, so I uh, accelerated. (laughs) Um, But why did you accelerate? Well, because it's a bit... Maybe they needed help. Well, (laughs) (laughs) 
what do you, what are you suggesting? They were pre-op transsexuals <laughs> looking for funds. <laughs> no, they were they were bandits. That's what they oh, were. Oh, were they? Yeah, I think they dressed as old ladies so that we, you know, think, oh, look at these poor old ladies. Oh, and then I we'd see. Have, yes. Oh. Well, that was my theory. Oh, I, I thought so. you just meant that on close inspection. I so I killed one of them and winged the other. <laughs> 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 no, it was quite scary, though, I tell you. Wow. Anyway, I'm just saying it could have been one of those blokes. The whole <laughs> thing could be a scam. <laughs> oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just the, tri- the, the, Frank- the tryout of a Victorian body cage. <laughs> you do have the te- a tendency to think everything is a scam. Well, mm. like poetry news updates. Well, yeah, but I was right about that. Yeah, you got your money back. I got my refund from I. I mean, respect to iTunes. Yeah. Of course, yeah. we wouldn't have an iTunes if it wasn't for this old lady who invented the wooden computer. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure about it. <laughs> Didn't invent it. Okay. <laughs> I think it was designed it, and hand built by She's Steve just... Wozniak. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, Apple. you know Steve Wozniak. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so so they are. So they they're looking. They're looking for a sixty to seventy year old woman who drives an SUV. So in, in San Francisco, that should narrow ret- it down to about three million, shouldn't it? And they're going to return the. Uh, the They're going to give her half the half the cash. So it's been sold. Yep, it's been flogged for about one hundred thirty-one thousand. No, it's not about. It's one hundred thirty-one thousand pounds. You see, one could argue that um, what they should have done is contacted her and saying, "Sorry, you accidentally dropped a really, yeah. really expensive computer. Do you want it back?" Mm. Yeah. Not sell it and. Well, now suddenly she gets her half. Hold on a minute. When was this decided? <laughs> what they've done, obviously, is they've got this, sold it. And then they've yeah. got a bit panicky that it might oh, get yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And we thought, well, we'll, we'll, we'll say we'll give her off. Yeah. It's what I call a backed into a corner honesty. Uh, yes. Worthless, I'm afraid. Because you could say that, uh, once again, a woman tam- tempted someone with an, a- an apple and they fell into sin. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Right? Always on the lookout for a religious comparison <laughs> to a story, yeah. isn't you? <laughs> There's not enough of it on this channel. <laughs> if I've said that once, I've said it a thousand. Is it a channel? It's a station, in fact. That would be nice for one of your vicar speeches on a Sunday. Yes. I've and in many them. ways, <laughs> we are all like that apple one. <laughs> we appear old and rattled, but we contain in us the seed of the future. The future which I like to call when a child is born. <laughs> <laughs> That's so we're going to get a commission, that. Oh, I'll tell you. I bet, I bet we're being called. Yeah. Um... Yes, sorry, you were going to say I've something, uh, Alan. I was going to say, I've actually got an old laptop that I only use to play music in the uh, in, mm. in, in my bedroom. And it d- oh, does yeah, feel music. It does feel a bit of a shame that... Oak? Such a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maple, actually. Maple, really lovely. Nice special edition. I've got a teak one. <laughs> oh, I've, I've gone pine. Oh! Yeah. Oh, no, it's a bit... Was it Ikea yours? Yeah, it's a bit well, naughty. It's a bit pi- naughty. Those pine centres you used to get in the <laughs> 80s that had a rocking chair outside. <laughs> oh, those were the golden days. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a, it's a. Have you ever thrown anything away like that? That was. I I have a childhood memory of my mum throwing some kind of um, like prize-winning card where they'd won a car or something. And oh no! Quite a big family. Oh room. wow! Yeah, yeah. A car. I I don't actually know the details. Uh, maybe I should ring her and ask her about this. I'll keep you updated next week. Yeah. I remember yeah. there being family tension about this having been binned. Well, because you'd be a bit suspicious, wouldn't you? 
Oh, a bit yeah. suspicious that they've got collected the car, sold it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then she was driving a Range Rover for the following few years. Hold on a minute. Said she found it or something. I don't know. Don't know what yeah. that was about. She didn't take uh, any of your dad's stuff to get recycled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Big car, old lady. <laughs> She's not that old. <laughs> okay. Well, they didn't say how old. They didn't say how old she was. I mean, to be fair, the official Apple statement was from Siri. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. What about when I had a signed book uh, with a personalised cartoon from Spike Milligan? Oh, oh no! You didn't throw that away. I didn't, but let's just say it went missing. Oh. 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 <laughs> don't, don't panic, though. I've still got Arthur Miller's letter in a safe place. Oh, that is That nice. is excellent. Okay. That I've is got great. Arthur Mollard's. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. <laughs> you know, the only thing I can think of is, um, do you remember those part works? Do they still exist, part works? Part works. Well, Carry on. They're they're like magazines that you oh, get yes. every week, and then you build that you put yes. them in a binder. Oh, okay. I remember them. It was quite sort of seventies, eighties. I think uh-huh. they still exist. Oh, okay, yeah. And there was what every Christmas you get something like the modern <laughs> delivery vehicles of the past. Oh yeah, in uh, <laughs> these beautiful scale models available. The yes. first first um, number one edition twenty p. The next edition. Two hundred and twenty-three <laughs> quid. That's what they do with yeah. them. Anyway, that's was, how they get you, Frank. Mm. There was one called the story of Pop. Oh. Do you remember it? Right. No, no pop perhaps music. before your time. Yes, talk about not not mm. soft drinks. No pop. No, exactly. Yeah, there was, I remember the R Whites edition, <laughs> one of the best. So uh, yeah, it was it was the story of popular music. And Lovely. It was brilliant. It was really brilliant. But there was one year, I had the three bound volumes. I think there was. Um, I think there was a total of four, but I had I had three, and uh, one year I moved seven times in in thirteen months. I remember moved house, and every time I moved, I left something. I just thought, oh, I'm not taking that. So every time you move, you, it's, it's a great yes. way of getting rid of excess. Mm-hmm. And on the last move, I thought, you know what, I'm not bringing the story of pop oh. anymore. So I left it. And oh. uh, however, strangely, only this week. I remember thinking of the story of Pop. Mm. So I had a little look on uh, eBay. No. There they were, three bound volumes. Not mine, but somebody's. How much? Um, well, I don't know if I should say that, 15 quid. So, um, <laughs> I've... Uh, you treat yourself, get the lot. I've got them. Buy it now. I've bought Did them. Did you buy them? Yeah. And why not? Oh. What about money. that? He's so, worked hard um, for it, hasn't he? So all this woman needs to do is get on eBay. Yeah. Mm. She's worried. There'll be loads of them on there, the Apple ones. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be some fool selling one for about 30 quid. <laughs> Thinks it's, uh, used to have contained cutlery. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We had, um, a Christmas card arrive today. Oh, yeah. From Australia. Is it early or late? Uh... Which are we going with? I'm going late. Mm. Oh, well, then what's the date? No, it's still late, isn't it? It's yeah. still the first half of the year, just about. And uh, it's, it, it's from a guy called Rob, and Rob sent me um, some imperial leather, imperial lather, as my dad called it, but with uh-huh. the sticker on. Oh. So, you know, I, know. I was struggling to get that. That's so that kind. it forms its own plinth, is the thing. Very so I was kind. right. Someday, 
by Plinth will come. And um, he also sent us some uh, personalised ID. Yeah? Yes. I've got a, a Gotham Police Department. Uh, Have you? Yeah. I've got International Woman of Mystery identification card. Fabulous. And I've got Top Gun um, fighter pilot he's, done, he's put a bit of work into these. He sent me food as well. Sent ginger kisses. Who's that to? It's to you, um, isn't it? I think it's to me. It reminds me of when I went backstage at that Simply Red. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I think it was just kisses you got. Well, another story. And he also says, can Alan explain the chess joke from his appearance on Have I Got News For You? Um, in Alan? Australia, in Australia they're watching you now. I don't think I can, I can't. you look something out of the 70s, can you believe? <laughs> Speak to people in Australia. I know, it's you absolutely... You call at six o'clock on a Sunday evening. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> Busby, it's cheaper. And also Ben sent me a caricature of me as Perkins from Doctor Who. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's very, nice. Thank you very much for that. Isn't it you lovely? a lot of portraits you, don't you? Oh, I love the portrait. Caricature of painting. You know, yes. I think it was Nugget who told me there is a, a Frank Skinner uh, radio show Facebook page now. Is there? No. Yes, but guess what the avatar is? It's a little picture of you as Perkins. I think that's a bit cross-pollination. I'm all right with that. I'm sure you are. It's just you. (laughs) What about us? There's three of us here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but behind every great man. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, Mm. um, it's about time we had some Sepp Blatter news. (laughs) Sepp Blatter news. (laughs) Has there been any? (laughs) There'll be no Blatter bashing on this show. No. No. Um, he, uh, he, He stood down, didn't he? He stood down and they stood up. Yeah. The, uh, they gave him a ten-minute-long standing ovation. Yeah. The staff, the staff at Faith. He must be all right. What? Oh, staff... I knew you were going to go on. down this road. If the staff, if I left here, would you give me a ten-minute standing <laughs> ovation? Eleven. I think we'd <laughs> yeah, give you an right. eleven. Right. Very popular boss you are. I'd be happy if I got a. All right. <laughs> <That's what I laughs> <left>. <laughs> no, you, I tell you, he must, he must, he might be, you know, whatever else. Is, um, and can I say there is nothing uh, established at all no. about uh, SB. No. Uh, but he, um, he must be a popular boss. Mm-hmm. Well, you say that, but you went positively Churchillian last week on this show. You were all over Twitter. After, yes. What did you say about England? You said you'd rather. You'd be more proud if they pulled out of the World Cup than if they won it, I believe. Yes, mm. I, I do think that. But that's only if corruption is established. I'm, I'm Sep might come out of this completely squeaky clean. I'm calling him Sep now. OK. Yeah. Seppo. <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's your watch? Um, uh, your, who's your favourite FIFA corruption inquiry pin-up, though? Because mine is Jack Warner. Oh, really? I, I say inquiry. Don't worry, everyone. You see, my problem with Jack Warner is that he's got the same name as the man who played Dixon and Doc Green. So every time <laughs> he comes on, I want him to say, evil. <laughs> and he never does. Yeah. yeah. I also, I remember that the intro to Dixon and Doc Green when Jack Warner once said, um, you know, there's nothing worse than a bent copper. <laughs> and um, it's coincidence, possibly. Mm-hmm. I like that blazer fella. He's got a good name, hasn't he? The- Blazer fella. Oh, Chuck Blazer. Chuck Blazer. He can talk till he's blue in the face. <laughs> but anyway, um, can I just say before we go into music that Jack Warner was also a musical star and he's, he had a catchphrase, which is one of my all time favourites. What was that? Mind my bike. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. If you get a 10 minute standing ovation, 
Mm. How long before you run out of facial expressions? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ten seconds? It's tough, isn't it, to yeah. keep that yeah. going? Yeah. I, I, that's why the photographs, he's doing that thing where he's clenching his hands and sort of... Yeah, but try waving. doing that for No, but that ten. is his gesture. Oh, God, he must have been so bored. I think they were all bored. I'm doing anything for longer than... As, as long as ten mm. minutes is too much of anything, isn't it? Thank you, welcome to the show. <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> he says on a three-hour-long radio show. <laughs> exactly. What if about the chief executive of the Irish FA? Uh, I believe he's called John Delaney or something. He said oh, that awesome. Seth right, had... Uh, <laughs> oh, you can talk. <laughs> Mr. It cost about, I don't know. Um, he said that Sepp had once stared at his girlfriend for seven or eight seconds. <laughs> this was in all the papers. Seven really? or eight seconds? She and Sepp just, apparently she had said... just broken wind with alarming <laughs> ferocity. Yeah. And Sepp then said, I approve. And John said, I had to ask him to move on. Jog move on. on. I bet he said jog on. <laughs> jog on. Jog on, pal. What do you make of that? Well, she might have just said, I've just bought the complete works of John Le Carre. <laughs> He's, he was a little startled, then he thought about it and said, yeah. I approve. And why do people always look for the bad in Sepp? If someone <laughs> stared at your cat for seven or eight seconds, would you ask them to move on? I don't think I'd ask them to move on. It's a bit... Come on, nothing to see here. <laughs> what did she have? It's a bit, uh, I'd like to thank the police. Yeah, did she have yellow tape uh, around her? <laughs> oh, people in Ivy's jackets. And why is he timing it? What, like, if somebody looked at my wife, I don't think I'd go, hang on, stopwatch time, <laughs> click. I should think he looked at every woman in the office during that ten minute oh, ovation. Oh, God. Oh, what, is imagine. It, what, what's the and etiquette on, on checking emails during a standing <laughs> ovation? <laughs> <laughs> Would that be frowned upon, do you think? They're clapping, though, aren't they? It's too much. It's too... I mean, that's like a cardio workout, all that standing and clapping. I find <laughs> it exhausting. Have you ever been to a classical concert? Uh no. Oh, maybe, yeah. At the end, oh, well, oh, do they applaud a lot? Do oh, they? Oh, I'll, oh. I'll tell you after this. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's monstrous. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Right, you know, we were talking about things we've thrown away. Oh yes. Caroline or Caroline, I do apologise, has tweeted us to say a guitar, guitar strap signed by the Who. Ooh. My sister met them, she gave it to me. I was a kid, I got bored and I put it in the bin. I like I got bored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking of some <laughs> accidental thing, but someone thought, no, I'm fed up with a who now. <laughs> fed up with their stupid straps. I had a mate who uh, said that his, um, his wife had chucked some, like, rare trainers that he really liked away, and he went, why have you thrown them away? And she said, oh, they were really battered. <laughs> he was like, yeah, they're old school, like... Proper but would they be worth? Clip. Would they yeah, be worth? Yeah, uh, even if you've worn them, not a lot of money, but some. No. Yeah, I've got, got some to. wooden ones. Oh, have you? Yeah, a Nike ones. They. Oh, call. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Clogs. They're more of a clog. Yeah, the Nike <laughs> clog. That's they how they started. On didn't you. It? Everyone knows uh, that. My mum threw away uh, a light ale bottle that uh, Ray Davis <coughs> had handed me from the stage at Birmingham Town Hall. I was a bit <gasps> gutted about that. Oh no. Mm. Um, so if you're listening, Ray. So I was talking about um, applause at classical music. Yes. Oh yes, yes, it really goes. You described on. it as monstrous. You actually have to. You have to pace yourself. So <laughs> yeah. you have to clap. Oh. Any more than that. Honestly, I have looked... By the time the conductors come out for the third time, the woodwind have stood up for their bit. And <laughs> you, I've looked at my hands, and they obviously look like the like I've been uh, clutching an unclad boiler. Oh. And I haven't done that for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it, it, honestly, really. Or is it like you writing a document on an <laughs> Apple Mac One? Yeah, but like burning, my hands burning, and then they still, and then the, the violinist stand up. Oh, oh. oh. what's that? I just wish people had all together. They go one, two, three. Everyone goes good. <laughs> and then you just go. A <laughs> really good shift of knocked out. I feel really similarly good. when I go and see a friend doing a gig. I've got to be honest mm -hmm. with you two. I want you to hear me laughing and clapping. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. But at the end, I mean, uh, clapping. That's, that's you a must common... love an ovation, you two. Well, I've never I... had one. Never had a standing ovation. I don't want one. Well, you deserve I think, one. I think they're unlike. I don't. I think they're always a bit rubbish. I think the only time I've had a standing had ovation is when I I dropped uh, a tray with my dinner and pudding <laughs> and a glass of water <laughs> in the school dinner hall. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together, the Frank Skinner Show. Radio. I've had a text from my friend. You know my friend Scouse Tony? Oh, yes. He's got the story of pop. Ah. He sent me a picture bound? of it. Bound? Hashtag winter of discontent. Uh, yes, bound. Well, Lovely is that, graphics. Is that, is that when that... He says it's brilliant. Major part of his uh, education. Me too. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Really and, uh, good. I thought really the joy of sex was yours. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the beard. <laughs> I, uh, I had a flashback to uh, an awkward round of applause that I got when you said your um, dropped tray story before the end of that link. Well, a anyone who dropped their tray in the school oh. dinner hall. Yay! Well, Best reaction of my life. Yeah. I'm, I'm shuddering even as I remember this. I, when I was 15, had a milk round, and I think I was like two or three days in, and you know you have to go to like a big farm where all no, the milk is kept. No, I don't actually. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a milk Funnily round Funnily enough, I didn't do school. that. Uh, you had to go and get all the milk and you had to take back the empties from the day before kind of thing. And, you know, those sort of... Um, like a trolley with a metal... Two metal wheels at the bottom. and yes. like Shaped like a big L. Oh, yeah. So I had, like, six or eight uh, crates You're talking about a empty... sack truck. I don't no, know I what think it's something else. Well, maybe, yeah, yeah. Anyway, carry on. I had six or eight empty... Uh, milk bottle crates are full, each one full of milk bottles, mm. and I'm wheeling it through this farm where all of the milk rounds guys are all gathered to oh. load up. And I knocked it off, didn't I? And the whole thing went oh. down, just smashed. So, you know, six lots of 32 milk bottles uh -huh. smashed everywhere, and they all stopped loading <laughs> their van. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm standing there at 15, three days into the new job, just oh. being clapped by everybody in what felt like everybody in West Yorkshire's milk community. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm shuddering even now. It's My equivalent... Sorry, Frank. Well, I just think it's an interesting to, you, to use a, a popular phrase on this show, Venn diagram. Yes. That a round of applause includes that and stepping down as president of FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> And when a dog ripped off my skirt. Oh, yes, round. of course. I've, what, one of my favourite uh, Emily Dean <laughs> stories ever. <laughs> dog ripped off my skirt. If that isn't the title of your memoirs, I want to know why. <laughs> anyway, um, it's, thank you so much for listening this morning. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Salute Radio.